Let's get it. Let's go. Another episode with 301 Outlet Podcast, man. We are almost at 1K streams, man. We are at Actually, 900. Are you serious? We just hit it. Are you serious? Yeah, I just, I'm <laughs> the right now. Nine. We at 1K. Gang. 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 Hold up. No way. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. Yo. 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 I'm speechless. Hey. I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Yo. I'm actually speechless. All I can say is thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for the love. Dang, man. We ain't even have 20 episodes yet. Yo. We is rolling. We is killing the game right now. Mind you, you got to think about it, y'all. We are just four regular guys. We're not like, you know, like people that have a platform on YouTube or social media. We're literally just four of your regular guys. You'll probably meet down the street or meet at the mall. And we really created this podcast from literally the bottom up. Like, we created it from nothing. And just to see that we reach 1K streams of what, about four? Five, not even five months, four months. That's that's great, man. I appreciate y'all. That 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 is humbling. <laughs> that just made my day. I'm not here about to hold you. But right now we got the three of us. It's me, Darian, and Evan. Mark will be joining us very shortly. He's on his way home from work. And today we, we got some fun topics for y'all. NFL draft just happened the other day. NBA season is closing out strong and swiftly. Playoff basketball is around the corner. And society seems to never, ever disappoint. <laughs> you guys will get that. But anyway, Dale and Evan, what do you guys want to start off with today? So let's just get this out the way, okay? <laughs> let's just get this out the way. Oh, I said, okay. I'm silently daring. I'm daring this man. Like, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. You, you go first. Out the way. Two days ago, on Wednesday night, the Los Angeles Lakers were in town to play the Washington Wizards. Guess who works at Capital One Arena? Me. Guess who's a diehard Laker fan? Me. Guess who got to work the game? Me. Everything from the time I clocked in to, I'll say, midway through the second quarter was amazing. The crowd was lit. I got to see Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was balling in in, in, in uh, the first quarter. It was going back and forth. It was a nice, scrappy game, the, the kind of basketball I like to see. Nice and tough, nice and fast. Also... I met Lakers GM Rob Palenka, which That's was amazing. That was amazing. That's great, Bruh, He like uh, he walked by, and my coworker was like, "Hey, Rob, come here." So we started talking to him, and and uh, my coworker was was like, "So yeah, we really big Laker fans, but we but um but um." We just work here. And I was like, yeah, man, I appreciate what you've done for, for um, the team. Then he just he just said, hey, y'all work here? You better keep that quiet. And I was like, all right. I was like, all right. And he went on and he sat down. Man, I don't care. That was that that was the highlight or that and LeBron 
freaking shooting, shooting around, dude, dude yelling out, LeBron, you're a big baby. And this man just goes, where, where? Everyone, <laughs> him. the whole arena just starts dying. <laughs> no, but, but, but like, you know that there wasn't a lot of people in, like, in the arena because he did it and it echoed. Like wow. the arena was silent, and then the dude just yelled out, "LeBron, you're a big baby," and it just like just echoed through the whole arena. I'm just like, "Damn, you wouldn't have been able to hear that." Hell no, <clears throat> two years ago, bro, you wouldn't be able to hear that. It would have been too much noise going on. Facts. Um, but with all that being said, with all of the as as happy as I was to see my Los Angeles Lakers a year removed from winning the championship, a year removed from COVID, just just stripping me of the privilege of seeing the Lakers last year. Aside from all of that, aside from how elated I was pregame, I have never been more disappointed. I've never been more pissed off at the Lakers than what I was on Wednesday. I would have expected that from the Dallas Cowboys. I would have expected that from goddamn Arsenal, who pissed me off yesterday and decided to lose 2-1 in the Europa League semifinal and be down a man. Mind you, the team that we lost to was the last fuck-ass coach that made us worse than what we were. But you know what? I'm not talking about Arsenal. Because fuck them. Especially for them trying to get into that damn Super League. Which they need to sell, which I really Oh, you're hope. talking about the Euro, the Euro journey we're trying to do? Yeah, and Arsenal was was a part of it and just disgusting. But in, but anyways. Yeah, fuck the Euro League. <laughs> but yeah, good to you. I had never been more disappointed and my Los Angeles Lakers than what I was on Wednesday. There should have been no reason why. No reason why whatsoever that Alex Lynn decided that he was going to put up 16 and 11. Big bum-ass Alex Lynn, who was on his way out the league about five, about five months ago. And you mean to tell me that that can sit here and... Big body Andre Drummond, get out of here. Speaking of Andre Drummond, he missed his first four free throws. And all I can think about is Andre, make your free throws. LeBron, make your free throws. <laughs> all right. That's all I can think about. You have the refs finally deciding that, hey, we're going to give the Wizards all the calls. You want to know who they do it against? They do it against the Lakers. So there's that. Another thing is for once in my life, I went to a Wizards-Lakers game, and it seemed like there were more Wizards fans there than Lakers fans, but I think Capital One Arena set it up that way to where only mainly Wizards fans could go because there weren't a lot of Lakers fans there. I heard a couple people trying to start Let's Go Lakers chants, but we were too we, we were too lethargic to even. It was it was over at 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 half at halftime. 
But the biggest piece of bullshit that I take from that game is the fact that Ish Smith, Russell Westbrook, Rui Hachimura, and Bradley Beal were all knocking down threes. And that man, Davis Bertans, was cold. That's how I knew. That is exactly how I knew that it just was not our game. And Raul Neto is sitting here hitting backflip three 720 layups over, over Anthony Davis. And I'm just like, okay. And then Chandler Hutchinson is sitting here looking like the second coming of Jason Richardson. Just slashing, laying the ball up, dunking on everything. And I would also like to say that Anthony Davis needs to average 30 and 10 for the rest of this season after what Rui Hachimura did to him. Kyle Kuzma needs therapy because Daniel Gafford straight up baptized him. And for all I care, Taylor Horton Tucker is the smartest player on that team because if he did not move out of Chandler Hutchinson's way, Chandler would have obliterated him. So with all that being said, the Wizards won their championship on April 28, 2021. I want my ring. I will be at the I will be at the parade, in the parade. Okay, I want two weeks paid vacation after my job forced me to watch that bullshit. Okay. And number four, can we please just repeat? That's all I want is a repeat. Also, <laughs> we'll just better make the finals so we can run that shit back. Cause that was just that that was ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. And I've been holding this in for two days. Two freaking days. I've been hurt. I've never been so pissed off at the Lakers in my life. That was as bad as we've played since, what year did LeBron come? 2018. That's as bad as we played since 2018 when LeBron was hurt. And we just had Bingram, Lonzo, and Coos. Oh, so basically you're saying early 2019, okay. Yeah, Yeah, and we had KCP scoring 30 points a game. Yeah, y'all had freaking Bengal. I mean, mind you, that the funny thing is that team would honestly not even be that bad if LeBron would have never got injured. Y'all would have been a fourth seed, and that would have been lit. I actually wanted to see how that team would perform in the playoffs. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm kind of mad we never got to see that. That that would have been very intriguing. But the thing with that game, and think this whole season, uh, and I said this when the season began. I said. The Wizards are going to definitely either be a playoff team or in the play in the play-in if Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook play too well. I know they can play. And Russell Kill has a late. He's been honestly fun to watch. He's been doing this thing. He's been doing not even just a triple double thing. He's just basically been that force on the offensive and the defensive end. And he's basically the player coach, just like Evan has said many times. Like Russell Westbrook is the coach of that team. He's the one that's putting everybody in the roles and helping them to be like, okay, you do this, you do that, you do that. Okay, excel in your own. So <laughs> that game was that game was really something, man. And it blew me to become just like, especially on the Davis Batons front. I'm like, bro, last season we were covering this man, the Latvian laser. Man was making everything. Man was scorching. Like he was literally only shooting threes. Like it was ridiculous. He was one of the best shooting big men in the league last season. But 
like it happens so many times, man. A lot of these players, when they get that money, they just chill out. Like, I already got the bag. And mind you, I knew they gonna were going to have to pay him a lot to keep him. Because, I, like I said, nowadays, bro, if you're... If you can shoot threes, you're gonna you're gonna get money. <clears throat> you don't even have to be good offensively. You don't even have to be good at any other aspect. If you can shoot, if you're an offensive start, you're gonna get paid. And especially nowadays, where you got players that barely play, getting like ten million a season, it's like. So, the whole day was something. I think we're gonna eventually have to trade him, but I don't know what his trade value is gonna be. But anyway, that game was something. It's, it's always interesting whenever the Wizards play the Lakers. It's been like that for the past few years. Like, it's it's always something. And especially, I never Basically, forget. You know, the end of the day, we needed that. Like, the Wizards needed right. that need win, win more than the Lakers did. For sure, for sure. Like, that, that's basically what that boils down to. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got a Wizards team fighting to stay in the playing tournament versus the Lakers team that, at worst, at worst, they're a sixth at the and I don't even see that. I think they're gonna go probably back up to four because yeah, the team the team that would need to pass them at this point so they so they would fall into the playing tournament is Portland and the Blazers remaining schedule is hell and the Blazers have been like what two and nine in their last like eleven game no two and seven in their last nine games yeah they they literally have been just losing bro they just been just getting blasted off the court and let me just finish up my story it's just like. I remember 2016, rest in peace, Kobe. I remember his final season, the final time he came to D.C. And this man showed out against John Wall and Bradley Beal. That, that was a show. I, I, I love I, – I feel like I even we watched that game. We said that, that was a great game to watch. That, that, that was lovely. But, yeah, we needed that win because the Lakers, like we just said earlier, before we even got started on live, Lakers would be literally the worst team you want to face in a playing game. Can you imagine someone like the Grizzlies? The biggest middle finger to these young French <laughs> playoff teams, dog. You work your ass off to get into the playing tournament to give yourself a shot, and right out the gate, you got to play LeBron and AD. But you got to play LeBron and AD. That mind you, they've been they've been unhealthy for a good portion of the year. They're coming back for revenge. They're, the come, they're coming back. Anthony Davis, though. Right. They're coming back with a chip on their shoulder. Like, it's not even like, yeah, of course, LeBron, AD, there, but they're coming back hungry. They're trying to win. They're trying to repeat. So, you, do you, can you understand the most disrespect would be if the Lakers had to face like the Grizzlies for the playing team or like the Trailblazers or like someone that uh, the Mavericks dropped, bro? Like, that would just be highly, very disrespectful. Like, I don't think the NBA would even allow that. I, 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 that, that, that would be such a PR nightmare. But, yeah, we really needed that win because we're trying to secure a playoff spot. I think the Wizards are definitely going to get a playoff spot. We'll probably be the seventh seed because out of all the lower-end teams in the East, we've been playing the most consistent. Like, literally, the sixth through the eighth seed in the East is a race between five to six teams. And out of all of those five to six teams, the Wizards have literally been the most consistent team. Like, we've been just winning. We've been winning. We've been winning. We've been playing good. So, I think we're definitely going to get into the playoffs. Might have to face someone like Philly or Milwaukee. We're not going to beat them, obviously. But it would just be nice to see our team be a playoff team. The thing is, like, we've been playing them close, though. Like, we beat Brooklyn two out of three. And, like, we lost all three against Philly. But 
two and a, a two and a half of those games, I'd say, were close games. Like that could have gone either way. Yeah, it's all about competing with me. I'm not really looking for the Wizards to be winning, winning like so they're gonna win a playoff the playoff series or something. But let them be a competitive out. Don't let them be a team where oh you're just gonna fucking beat them in four games because we're trash. Like even if they get swept, let be a four games that's very very close. Let be a competitive series. That's all I want because I don't know what the Wizards summers gonna look like this year. I don't know what they're gonna do. Okay, we have a few interesting options we can do. A few interesting things that we could explore. So I don't know what in the world is going to happen this summer. And they're not even the only team that had it. It's a lot of teams in the NBA where this summer is going to be a little, little bit unpredictable. Like like Boston. I, I think this summer, Boston, they definitely going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to trade Kemba. They're going to have to trade that man, bro. <laughs> they're going to have to get that man off the team. But I don't know how the heck, who in the world they're going to get in return for that fat-ass contract. I have no idea. But Anyway, you about Tristan Thompson? No, we're talking about uh, Kemba. Oh, yeah, he yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He making like thirty-five mil. <laughs> I don't know how the heck they better trade that contract because, mind you, you can't have three max level contracts on your team, and one of them is just simply not performing because they gave Jalen Brown his money. They just gave Jason Tatum his money, and I'm just like. <laughs> How y'all gonna yeah. get? Free? He just where you have three max contracts in your books, and it's and it's like you can't be wearing the number eight with Walker on the back and you not doing nothing in Boston. Uh, reference to Antoine Walker. Of course, yeah, that's why I laughed. I was like, oh man, oh man, Antoine Walker was a bucket man. It's just the fact him and Popius were playing in a time when the Celtics were just utterly trash. Like they mm-hmm. they had no talent on that team. They were literally carrying the team on their backs. But, yeah. um, Let me see. Um, Tonight, like I said, we have Lakers versus Kings. LeBron's coming back tonight. Hallelujah. Let's see how that goes. He's probably going to only play like 15 minutes, but that's cool. It would just be nice to see him on the court again, see what he got, you know, kind of shake the rust off. Um, You have Clippers versus Suns. I'm looking forward to that because that's basically going to dictate who's going to be the second, who's going to be the um, – Second seed. We get the Suns right now kind of vying for the first seed, but the Jazz still have kind of a strong lead on them. Even though I think the Suns may actually catch it and get the first seed. I think the Suns may actually do it because they've been one of the teams that's been healthy throughout the whole season. Like they've rarely, they're one of the few teams that's rarely dealt with any like serious injuries. So it's like, hey, you might do it. And nobody could say that they saw the Suns going from not being in the playoffs to going to competing for the top seed in the NBA. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty Chris cool. Paul deserves a medal. Oh, of course. Deserves a medal, deserves all the respect in the world because he's literally completely changed that team. But anyway, next thing. I know you guys will probably talk about the NFL draft a bit, and I didn't get a chance to see it. So... I'm even going to be kind of just sitting back and listening to y'all talk about it. Fuck the Denver Broncos. That's all I have to say. Sanford, they took Patrick Sertan. <laughs> Do you know that I've been vying for Patrick Sertan for the last three months, bro? You have been bringing that man up a lot, bro. But the Cowboys, but the Cowboys got uh, the Cowboys got Micah Parsons from Penn State, and Penn that State. Will, mm-hmm. 
is bad. That's a bad motherfucker right there. So so it's fine with me. But another takeaway that I had is that <laughs> it just had to be the Eagles and the Cowboys teaming together just to fuck the Giants again. <laughs> of course. I'm not even surprised. It had to I'm be. I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised. There I'm was a really girl. Not. There was a girl on Twitter. She was mad. She was like, why would they do this? <laughs> why would you trade to the team within your division to go up and take our pick? I'm just like, why not? <laughs> but um, me and Evan was talking about this like weeks ago. There, there is no way that the Eagles and Giants are not playing week one. There is absolutely no way. Because the Eagles did the Giants dirty twice. They virtually gave up and kicked them out the playoffs. And then they took Devontae Smith. That, that is, in football terms, that's fighting words. <laughs> but um, in terms of like the other stuff, in the draft, of course, one and two, Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville, Zach Wilson to to the to the Jets, and we all were sitting here saying that really the draft starts at three, so it was going to be who will the 49ers take at number three? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Justin Fields, or is it going to be Trey Lance? Well. For the last, I want to say, month, Kyle Shanahan has been, 49ers head coach Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, has been raving about Mac Jones. He loves Mac Jones. Um, talking about how smart he is, although he's not the most athletic, he can read defenses and pick them apart and blase, 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 blah. But again, the thing about Mac Jones is he's not athletic. He is literally take Tom Brady, like uh, shave off his age by 20 years, and you have Mac Jones. Mac Jones is literally a young Tom Brady. So... We all know that Tom Brady is a drop-back passer. He's a pocket passer. Tom Brady can't run a lick of shit. I think Tom Brady ran like a 4-9. I think Mac Jones ran a 4-6. That's not really – in this NFL where linebackers and defensive ends are running 4-4s, that's not going to help you. So – the Niners just went on ahead. They took Trey Lance. Um, someone who has a had a cannon for an for, for an arm can run just as good as he can throw. I think he led uh, the FCS in both passing and rushing. I don't. I can. I'll fact check that later. Um, he took. He took 
last season off because of because of COVID. So literally all anybody really had to look at was the tape from his freshman year where really all he did was just throw 41 touchdowns with zero interceptions. I love how you said that so nonchalant. Like, that's like an easy thing to do. That's like damn near impossible. I mean, granted, he went to North Dakota State, you know, did win a championship with them. He might have ran for over. Oh, let me tell you about North Dakota State. North Dakota (laughs) State is pretty much. Like North Dakota State is pretty much the Alabama of the FCS. People that's don't realize, say, it. bro. Like that's what people don't realize this. competitive shit. That's all. Like, like for real, North Dakota State is a damn dynasty. Like so, I need people to realize that when they talk about, oh, he hasn't played anybody. Well, guess what? Well, guess who else came from the FCS? Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco out of Delaware. He's about to go into his 14th season in the NBA. He's with the Eagles now. Also from the FCS, Darius Leonard, South Carolina State. FC, I mean, he was 2019 defensive rookie of the year, right? That was 2019, right? Yeah. 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 And I know he won defensive rookie of the year, 2019, South Carolina State. All right. Also, Tariq Cohen, North Carolina AT. And I can keep going with this. Like, so, so that's why you're not you're not gonna sell me on that um strike the schedule bullshit. Because it's bullshit. And 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 again, I I and Trey and also Trey Lance is what he's like six four two, like two thirty two thirty five. That's a big boy. Man's is built. Man's is built like a damn so, version of a left tackle, bro. Man's so big body as hell. So it it's it's gonna be nice up there in San Fran. I want to know what they're gonna do with with um Jimmy G because obviously he's not gonna go to New England. I want him to go back to New England, but I guess that's not gonna happen. Um, but moving on from San Fran, Cal Pitts went number four, which, which made me very happy that he went to Atlanta at number four, because now the whole Cal Pitts to the Dallas Cowboys shit could end. Sick of it. You don't need him. Okay. As much as I would have loved to have him, our defense is atrocious. I could sit there and throw for 300 yards and rush for a buck 50 against the, against that Cowboys defense. That's how bad we are. So the fact that we got Micah Parsons is really good for us. Um, the Bengals decided that they don't care about Joe Burrow's health, that they'd rather just watch him get killed by defensive linemen for the rest of his career because they didn't want to draft. Thank Pinesco. you. <laughs> Instead, they drafted. His college buddy, Jamar Chase. The Bengals don't love Joe Burrow. They said, oh, yeah, you remember that torn ACL. You can tell your other one, too. The man's coming off a torn ACL, and you and you look at that and go, nah, let's get him over CD. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bengals gonna bangle, man. Bengals <laughs> gonna bangle. And then... Jalen Waddle goes to Miami with his other college, his other college buddy, which that's actually been a trend in his first in his first round. Are college players, are college teammates reuniting? Um, Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow, 
um, Jalen Waddle, and Tua Tagovailoa in uh, Miami. Uh, Waddle went number six. Um, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts in Philly. And uh, Trevor Lawrence and Charles and I think his name. Let me just say, though, y'all about wrong as hell for trading with Philadelphia to take Devontae Smith from New York, dog. Y'all about wrong as hell for that. I would just like to, I, hey, I, I, mentioned, I mentioned it earlier. So, so right for the Eagles and Cowboys just to team up and say fuck the Giants. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll also mention uh, how um, it is a definite that the Eagles and Giants need to play in week one. Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, but going back to just my little takeaways from um, this, from uh, this draft um, was the college, again, the college teammates re, um, reuniting. The Lions deciding that they're going to sit here and benefit off the Bengals' stup- stupidity and taking um, – Penesul um, to protect Jared Goff, smart Detroit. Um, and then there's the Panthers taking Jalen, I mean JC JC Horn, which was kind of surprising because everybody was saying Pat Sertan is going to be the first DB defensive player actually off the board so the Panthers not taking Justin Fields and going with JC Horn was a bit shocking but not really shocking seeing how I think one of JC Horn's old coaches is on Carolina now also JC Horn went to South Carolina you go to the Panthers you're basically home that's cool not mad at that then there's that Bitch at them bitch ass niggas in Denver. I understand they're not really going there. I understand how they weren't really trying to take a quarterback, seeing how they just traded to get Teddy Bridgewater. And they were like, well, Drew and Teddy can battle it out and duke it out in a, in a little quarterback, old school quarterback competition. Cool. Fine. I love that. But you got an overhaul of cornerbacks in the off season why and i mean why does john elway hate the dallas cowboys did we beat him in the super bowl or something i don't remember i know we beat buffalo like twice but did we beat we 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 must have done something to john elway for him to sit here and take pat sertan knowing damn well that he don't need him that there's a team at 10 that needs Pat Sertan. That have been buying for Pat Sertan. Jerry Jones had had been advocating and expressing his love for Tyler, for Tyler Pitts for like the last two weeks. But we all know he wanted Pat Sertan. And it, it and Denver just had to take him. But it's fine. It's fine. 
I hate the Denver Broncos. We play them this this year. I hope we, I, I hope we beat them sixty four to nothing. That's how bad I want us to beat them. You know, it's that bad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I want us, I want us to beat them so bad that it makes Shannon Sharp cry. That's how bad I want us to beat them. Speaking so, of Shannon Sharp, did we ever address his whole little thing with KD? I don't, I don't think we know. ever brought it up. I don't think we brought it up. That joke was just funny to me, bro. Because Shannon Sharp, he's just that unk, bro. He's there for pure entertainment. But then you notice sometimes he'll just say some things. You'd be like, man, this guy, this guy, this guy. <clears throat> basically, if you don't know, Shannon Sharp basically went back and forth with KD over a fake tweet that KD never even put up. And KD was kind of putting him like, bro, you're just saying stuff clicks and retweets and I can you get mad at Shannon Sharp? He works for FS1. <laughs> like his job is like to get his retweets. job is to literally get clicks and retweets right and get ad revenue bruh like he works for Fox if you know anything about Fox Sports bro they don't care they they truly don't care as long as they get their views bruh they don't care like bro mind you where else would you see a grown black man Come on to a national TV set, put his feet up on the table, smoking a black and mild, talk, talk, bringing up bottles of Hennessy and sipping that shit. What else would you see a man come out with a goat mask routinely? He had a baby goat on set, an actual live baby goat. Fox don't care, bro. They don't care about any type of ethics or morals. All they care about is, listen, whatever gets the views, do it. Do it, bruh. So, but yeah, that, that jump was just funny. But, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, bro, you can't get mad at the dude. His job is literally to get retreats and likes and to naturally agitate people and naturally just do whatever it takes to keep the views coming in. So, you can't get mad at the man. It is what it is. That's just the nature. That's the nature of the business. That's the nature of 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 current journalism. That's the nature of current sports reporting. It's not really about the content. Sadly, it's not, which is annoying because there's a lot of avenues out there that actually you know report and actually talk about the game and break it down. But no, it's about oh, what headlines going to get the most clicks? Oh, let's do the tired old LeBron versus MJ debate that should even matter anymore. You know, Skip and Shannon, they're going, they're, they're going to do that every, like, like they're going to do it every, um, every show. And it, yeah. it kind of, and it kind of gets old. Yeah. It's um, old, uh, oh yeah. Shannon Sharp is LeBron Stan and then Skip, Skip Bayless is on LeBron's dick trying to micromanage or pull out any mistake he could pull from the man. So it's kind of like the dynamic has gotten old. I don't even watch uh, Undisputed anymore. I don't want. I only catch maybe like the highlights on like Twitter when people talk about it, or even on YouTube. I don't watch it. I don't even watch First Take because First Take is literally just the same stuff over and over again. It's either. I I, I and I love Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen A. Smith. Smith is one of my favorite. Um, is one of my favorite journalists. But have you noticed that he's just been. I don't want to. I don't want to say that he's overly critical, because some of his criticisms I get no, no. of Russell Westbrook. I understand, but what kills me is that 
lately all like really all I've seen is just Stephen A just just bad mouthing players saying that Andrew Wiggins is not good. Like he's on that bandwagon. And I just think it's ridiculous because Andrew Wiggins has been solid for um, Golden State. Andrew Wiggins has had probably the best career, the best year of his career when you talk about his overall game because he's improved as a defensive player because he's in a system where you know he has to care on that end of the floor. His shooting has gotten better. He's he, you can tell that he is in tune, like he's checked in because I feel like in Minnesota after a while he was just checked out, kind of just playing just to play. Blah blah blah, doing what he can, but you could tell that he's actually putting in effort in Golden State. It's like, yeah, Stephen Smith. I mean, he's been very nitpicky as late. I'm looking at him like, what's really going on, man? But yeah, there was this one thing that kind of threw me off, and it's been throwing me off for a long time. It's just this, 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 this stuff. So it was him and Max talking about how Julius Irving named his top ten players list, and he didn't put LeBron on it. And number one, I'm sitting here like, are you surprised? I was not surprised because the thing is, with these old heads, it's two things. There's always two perspectives, and I hate it. One, they don't like LeBron because they think he's either soft, too entitled, or he wouldn't survive in the old era because he has to be given everything. That's very annoying. I can't stand that perspective. They say, oh, yeah, this current player's evolution, that they always want everything. They're spoiled brats. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. And then number two, oh, he started the whole super team concept. I'm like, bro, the NBA has had super teams way before LeBron even entered the league, bro. Like, stop. Please, stop it. Julius Irving, you played on the super team. Let, let, let's just be honest. That's Those early 86ers were loaded. My thing is with that, I think LeBron started the whole, like, tampering super team, you know? Like the whole, oh, hey, I'll pull you to the side at the end of, at the end of this game, or I'm going to come to you during the All-Star break, and we're, we're going to talk about teaming up and going to win a championship. LeBron did start that. Super teams have been going on since the NBA started. Um, but what I wasn't surprised, why I wasn't surprised by um, what Dr. J said is that the is that Dr. J played in an era where you had himself, Moses Moses Malone, Earl to Pearl Monroe. Um, Magic Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Oscar Robinson, George Gervin, um, Wilt, Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. He played in that era where you had the OG greats. So I can understand why LeBron wouldn't be on his all-time list right. because he because Dr. J played against you know, some of the baddest basketball players to ever play. Sure. Yeah. So I so that's why I kind of give him a pass on that. Yeah, I, I gave him a pass. It's just that I don't like how he said LeBron's the one that started the super team. That's the thing I was like, no, that's not true. LeBron started the player empowerment. There's a difference. Super teams have always been in the NBA. The super teams, the fact of what 
has even built the NBA to what it is today. I don't want to hear anyone say LeBron started super. I hate that. I hate that. That stuff pisses me off because I'm like, bro, a lot of these legends we talk about, they played on super teams. Like the, the Showtime Lakers. Do I need to get into that? They had three players. That was, that was built through the draft. No, 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 of course. But a super team is a super team, bro. Whether it's built by the draft, whether it's the players, whether it's by trade, a super team is a super team. <laughs> like, it, there's no, like, oh, well, it's not a super team if, like, I, like I said, I'm just saying that point. That point blows me. I'm like, bro, the Showtime Lakers had Magic, Kareem, and James Worthy. But I think, but I think the, the frustration that people have with these, with these modern day super teams is that it's literally like Katie, Kyrie, and James Harden are all hit each other up saying, yeah, but yeah, let's uh, go to Brooklyn and play and play together. Of course. And, and I personally don't have a problem. I personally don't because that's some shit I do on 2K. Okay. I made a team. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I know exactly what team you're talking about. The team where I had Kyrie Irving, Victor Oladipo. Oh, my God. That team. And the Marcus Cousins on the same team with Kyle. Don't forget Giannis. Don't forget Giannis. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. But, um, bro. This man, Darren, and you had and you and you had Katie Harden and LeBron on the same team. No, 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 no. You're thinking about something else. It wasn't LeBron. It was Katie Harden and someone else. It wasn't. I didn't have LeBron. Remember, LeBron was on another team. You're talking about 2K19. I remember. Yeah, I didn't have LeBron. I I just basically I basically literally had James Harden, Katie, and then like basically all the players that were like either all star or like basically they're like right at the all star level. So I had a deep team. My team was deeper than Darian's. It's just the fact this man had the Marcus Cousins, Giannis, Bobo, and freaking oh, yes. who else, bro? It had freaking what's this man's name? What's the man the Celtics, bro? Bo Taco, Taco Fall. Fall. This man had this ridiculous players on one team. I'm like, bro, what do you expect me to do? Like, could you imagine you had to face a lineup with the Marcus Cousins and Bobo and the scored at the same time? Come on, bro. That's just not even fair. But like, yeah, like. Honestly, and we've talked about this with the modern super teams because there's a difference. Of course, there's a difference between modern super teams and super teams of the previous era. But I think, honestly, if you're going to talk about anybody starting what has happened now, look at the 08 Celtics. Look at the 08 Celtics. Look at the 08 Celtics. They had Paul Pierce, KG, and Ray Allen. Even though they were not in their primes, they were all still all-stars. I don't want to hear anyone say, oh, they were, yeah, they were past their time for sure. They were older. They were like in their early 30s, but they were also all stars. If you want to talk about any team that started this whole thing where team players are teaming up, it was the big three Celtics. Even though, yes, it wasn't, you know, KG and Ray Allen talking to Paul Pierce and say, yeah, we want to come to Boston. They still orchestrated those two mega buster trades to get those two players there. Yeah, and and actually, K and KG has said it on multiple on multiple shows. And you know, KG was trying to go play with Kobe. Yeah, in fact, the, in fact, speaking of, I was listening to the Doc Rivers one. I hadn't fully listened to that one. Apparently, the only reason they ended up getting KG is because 
they put all Jefferson in the trade because and they got Ray Allen. Because basically what happened, they the original KG trade was ridiculous. Like I think they put like a damn half the team on there. So KG was oh, like, I'm cool, I'm down to come to Boston, but y'all aren't good enough. They ended up using half of that original trade to get Ray Allen. Yeah, and that's and, when KG saw he said, Okay, I will agree to come. But the Minnesota they wanted something extra. That's when they put all Jefferson in the trade. All Jefferson at that time was the most skilled young big man in the league. And he wanted to make sure that Rondo stayed. Exactly. Yeah, they weren't trading Rondo. That was the only, that was really the only player that Danny Age was not trying to. He said, "We're not trading Rondo. You can have anybody, but we're, we're keeping Rondo." And the and the only and the one of the only reasons why KG also didn't go to um the Lakers because Kobe didn't answer his damn phone. Literally, he literally said, "I was just about to say that too." KG was basically waiting on Kobe to call him man. Kobe was answering his phone. I guess he was busy or something. I don't know. But can you imagine KG and Kobe? Jesus, bro. Didn't say if in a few years we got Chris Paul, bro. Honestly, if y'all got Chris Paul, y'all would have ended up with Chris Paul and LeBron in the same team. Think about it. I actually was thinking, I actually wanted to bring that up. I was like, I have a funny, very interesting what if. What if the whole David Stern, because funny thing is, I also listened to the Genie bus with all the smoke. She kind of broke down why the um veto happened and it makes sense because yeah. um the pelicans gm thought he had the authority to make a trade and the thing is with the situation so interesting the pelicans were not owned by an entity because i'm gonna just break this up because people always ask me this question how the nba teams work they're owned by either individuals entity groups or a combination of two and sometimes the group, they expand the group and add, add other owners and minority people into it. Basically, the NBA teams are all owned by an entity, by a group of individuals. They're not owned by the league itself. At that time, though, the Pelicans were literally owned by the NBA. So David Stern was not only the commissioner of the NBA, he was the owner of the Pelicans. Well, the Hornets, they were called the Hornets at the time, just before they changed the name. So basically what ended up happening, the GM of the Hornet, Dell Demps, tried to do the CP trade without consulting David Stern. Because David Stern, as I say, he's the owner of the team. But the GM thought he had the authority to make the trade. And so basically when he did it, all the owners and everyone, they were having a meeting because remember also the time the NBA was on a lockout. The season hadn't even started yet. So they were trying to discuss the new bargaining agreement in the CBA when this man decides to do a trade and nobody knew what the hell was going on. So that's when, and then Davidson get bombarded with all the owners. So that's when he's like, nah, I'm about to veto the trade because nobody told me what in the world was going on. And I owned the team. Like David Stern owned the Pelicans at the time because they didn't have an ownership group yet ready to take over the reins of the team. So that's how the trade got vetoed. But let's go into a world where what if the trade actually ended up going through and CP is in L.A. with Kobe? Kobe would have got six rings. Kobe would have got six rings and CP probably, the Lakers would have probably never fell off as bad as they did. They would have definitely probably fell off yet because, you know, injuries started messing up with Kobe and everything. And the whole team kind of just got older. So the, the fell-off would have, but it wouldn't have been as drastic where they went on the playoff slump for, like, what, six years? Yeah. It wouldn't have been a bad. And then the thing is, LeBron was coming to L.A. regardless. 
that was going to happen. It was the only thing that made sense because when this free agency came, there was really only three teams that had a chance. Because I know y'all, I know you remember back when everybody they were like, "Oh, LeBron might go to Houston. He might." I mean, Houston was probably possible. I just don't know how the hell they would have fit him on the salary cap. They would have definitely had to clean their roster for LeBron. I just can't believe niggas was saying that he was going to go to Philly. I'm like, why would he go to Philly? Why would he go to Philly? Why? Why? There's no reason. Even though it makes sense on a basketball point standby because he'd be going to a team where he can truly enter the next stage of his career very smoothly because they already have two big-time stars there. But, like, from an ethical standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. Even though they probably had a chance. Because LeBron was looking for houses in Philly. They had a chance. Could have happened. I would have loved to see that happen. Be, but what God said, LeBron was coming to L.A. It was going to happen eventually. We all knew. He's the biggest superstar in the NBA, and the Lakers is the most prominent franchise in the NBA. It just makes it makes sense for him to come there. So it was going to happen. Can you imagine if they had CP, LeBron, and Anthony Davis on the team? That's nasty. That's nasty. No. You know, beating that. Uh, can I just interject just one more time? Sure, sure. It's about to draft. Yeah, no problem, bro. I'm sick and tired of AFC West teams just butt fucking the Cowboys. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm tired. Go on. <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's a lot of what ifs in the NBA that's like. Lost percent. Like we were just talking about KG and Kobe, that could have happened. But also, Kobe could have went to the Bulls. The only reason he didn't go to the Bulls is because they wanted to trade Lou Aldane. That was the only reason. Because LeBron, because sorry, Kobe wanted to play with Lou Aldane, but the Bulls were trying to involve him in the deal. And the same thing with they almost got LeBron and D Wade. The Bulls almost got LeBron to D-Way because they were, pl- they were plotting to go there. Can you imagine you have to think about stopping a team of a prime D-Rose, D-Way, LeBron, and a prime Joakim Noah? With Luol Dang on there too? Bruh. Bruh. The Bulls would have owned the East for the next six years. Derrick Rose would have never got injured. Because why would he have been in the game if, he had, if Thibodeau had D-Way and LeBron? It would have been one of them. Like, there's a lot of things that envy you think. It's like, bro, a lot of shit would have been different, but kind of glad the things that went through there because you know when you change, you, you know, all guys know about the paradigm effect. When you change one thing and it changes everything after. So glad things kind of went the way they did because we probably would have never saw a whole bunch of stuff that we saw. Yeah. 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 And then the whole back on the super team thing. Yeah, there's a difference between the super teams that were of the past our era of NBA and a new one because like Darian said, you have basically three the three of the best offensive players in the league coming to one team. You have KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Three players, if they had their own team, they would be superstars in their own right. And yeah, it's, it's annoying, but it's like, this is just how the league was going to evolve to player empowerment. It's a player's league, man. They hold the power. But the thing is, I feel like it's going to get to a point where it's going to get out of control because all the players are going to end up on the same teams, the teams that have the biggest markets, the teams that could give them the most money when it comes to revenue and ad deals and also sponsorships and stuff. 
that's what I don't want to have. I don't want everybody coming to the Lakers, going to going to New York. That would piss me off. That would actually generally piss me off. Like I would generally be like, bro, what the heck is going on? Like if if we look at the NBA in a few years and everybody's stacked up on like Brooklyn, Knicks, LA clips, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna literally be sitting here like, bro, come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allowed this to happen because I we, we we've not seen the end of it, but I, I really feel like currently towns are gonna act for a trade soon. Yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for it at this point. They, yeah, the Wizards might even trade Bradley Beal, depending how the season goes. If if we basically get in the playoffs and we have a good like playoff series, like we don't have to win. I'm not expecting us to win against him, but we compete. I don't think Bradley Beal's gonna act for a trade. He's just gonna ask for them to continue making moves and. But then with Wizards, I don't know what else moves they're going to make. They don't have really any other assets other than giving up another first-round pick. But why would they And that's that? exactly why it don't matter where we pick this year in the first round. It has to be in the front court. We got to get either a forward or a center to go with, to go with Gaffney. I think, honestly, I don't think we really need – do we – I don't think we – I think, if anything, we need perimeter work. We need a three. If anything, like in tops of dire need, we need a legit three because Denny, Denny's gonna need time to develop. And in my opinion, I see Denny as kind of like a combo three four. We need a guy that's a two or a three that can play the two and a three, that could basically play good defense and is a solid offensive player. We don't need a damn superstar at the three, but we need someone that can fit very well next to Bill and Westbrook because Bill and Westbrook, they have, what, another two more years on their deals. So they're, they're staying on the team for at least another season. So we just need a three or a, a two-three type of player that can play good defense on the wing, could be a little bit of a presence on the interior, and can shoot and could play off Riley Bear and Russell Russell very well because we basically have big, like, Rui, so basically another Rui. Rui, but just like with a post game. I would even say Rui with a post game. I think we just need Rui that's more focused on the perimeter, if anything. Rui has the post game. He just has to develop. Because Rui's been playing good. I love how Daniel Gafford played. I was so happy when we got him because, like, bro, he's the type of five we needed. We've needed just a five that's not a bitch. <laughs> like, we that simply ju- needed a five that jump off the gym, aggressive. Knows how to play the pick and roll, knows how to be the role man, and could play great defense. That's all we need. We don't need a star five. That's why when people say, like, we should try to get James Wiseman, I'm like, that wouldn't even make sense. Because in a way, Thomas Bryant plays like, like James Wiseman. He's just small. Small and less of a physical specimen, and it's not that skilled, but still pretty good. So, yeah, like we, if anything, we need a three. Denny's going to take kind of it, but I don't see Denny as the starting creative future. I see Denny as the sixth man that comes off the bench and can kind of do a jack of all trades. Like basically, he's going to be what Thomas, sorry, not Thomas, but what um, Troy Brown was supposed to be. He's going to be that, except probably much better because Den- Denny has a lot of potential. So we need a starting caliber three that can play defense and shoot threes. Like, could you imagine if we had like a Sadiq Bay? That'd be lit. Like, just, just, just that a play of that archetype. Like, play the, he could play the three, he could play the four. He's good on defense and he's a shooter and he's a big boy, so they're not going to be pushing him around. 
So, like, yeah, if we get that, bro, the Wizards are going to be in a positive direction because Russell Westbrook's the type of player where he knows how to get everybody involved. It's not even just the assist. He knows how to basically say, okay, this is your role. You are going to be on the wing play defense, so you're going to get threes. I'm going to help you get open. Okay, Bill, you know what your play, your your style is. You're the guy that's going to be getting those buckets down the stretch. When it's time for you to play, time for you to go ISO, we're going to all move out the way and let you do your thing. So, like, I think a three would be beautiful. But, yeah. <laughs> Back to yeah, yeah, one of Russ's biggest contributions, though, is, like, he brought the dog out. He did. He 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 gave uh he gave Washington grit, right? He gave us grit. He gave us what we needed, because before then Washington was always the type of team where people used to really just salivate facing because they know we're soft. They know we're not good on defense. We don't have heart. We could they could easily just kind of pummel us. That was the problem for the past two years with Bill. So I'm I'm, I'm I appreciate Russell Westbrook for doing that. And like I said, Scott Brooks, you got to go. <laughs> Scott Brooks, you got to go. You, they must fire this man. If they don't fire this man in the offseason, bro, I'm going to be 100% shocked. Because the, the, the funny thing about it, we talked about it on the last part, literally the last part, how the only reason they hired Scott Brooks was because they actually thought they had a chance of getting Kevin Durant. So they said, oh, yeah, let's get his old coach. That might entice him. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. This draft is going to give me it's going to give me a heart attack. Is it round two tonight? Yeah, it's going on right now. Oh shit! <laughs> damn, that's gonna be something. That's that's interesting. I'm probably gonna probably catch him when we get off. Because damn, Mark is still not here. Sheesh, bro. What is this man doing? Because <laughs> by nine o'clock, we're calling the night, bro. <laughs> Like, for real, for real. But, yeah, like, it's... Oh, man. Honestly, just thinking about this sports in general, bro, I don't know why, but I feel like, one, I just want to be a coach. I just want to have... I just want to see how that will be. I just want to see how a coach will be. That that sounds... It's going to be a lot of stress, but it sounds like it's going to be fun. And it doesn't even have to be high level. I don't even mind coaching a high school team. That'd be fun. Because I see myself more of like a player's coach where, yeah, I'm going to be heavy on the X and O's, but I'm going to be really heavy on, you know, you learning the game, you learning your your role. you form, Like, I, I, I'll, I'll be that type of coach where people like me because they're like, man, this guy tries to actually help his players. He's not all about the basketball aspect. He's more on the off-the-court stuff. I guess I can see. I can see you now. Dude, Mr. Shai, you, get out of here. You're trash. Sit on the bed. <laughs> you, you're in but listen, you have been trained trash for the past two quarters. But you guys sit on the bench. But listen, we about to let this man get an opportunity. He's been working harder trying to get that opportunity all year. Like I can already see it, bro. I'd be I'd be a lit coach. I would love to be a basketball coach at like a high school, even or even have like a kind of rec league type of thing, like a boys and girls club. That'd be fun. I, I would love that. I would love to do that. That'd be a fun experience. Because I can only imagine. Like I was listening to the Doc Rivers part. Just the whole coaching thing in the NBA, bro, that is stress, 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 bro. Like, I so I'd be praying for these coaches, bro. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness, these head coaches of the NBA, man, may God save their souls because that's one of the most stressful jobs, especially now with how easy you could just lose your job. Like, they literally just drop Lloyd Pierce just like that. 
Like that made they even know what was coming, bro. They just literally say, "Hey, yo, you got you gone, bro. You got to go." I was like, "Damn, bro, y'all even get this to get a notice, bro? <laughs> y'all even get this man a reprieve?" Say, so, "Yeah, um, yeah, we're about to get rid of you because we think our team, you're holding back our team. So you know, be prepared. You know, start you know calling, filling out offers because yeah, we're about to get rid of you." They just kind of dropped that boy. So what would y'all see yourselves if y'all had the opportunity to be like in the front office of like a sports team? Um, I don't know, because I really never saw myself in the front office of anything, to be honest. At least not a sports franchise, I guess. Um, I don't know. Like what kind of like executive would I would I would I be? It could saying? be executive, it could be scout, it could be talent, it could be um trainer, so many things. GM, um advisor, it could it could be so many things, man. Yeah, I can see myself like more in like the like advisor role. Like be like that guy that like all the players can like come and talk to. Yeah, I can see you like how Steve Nash was a consultant on the Warriors. I can see that. Yeah. He was, he was like the head consultant. He was basically the guy that was talking to the players, making sure the players were good, and then kind of relaying that information to coaches. I, I can see that. Yeah, I see myself as a coach. Or I even see myself as, as the scout, bro. I can see myself be like, Ayo, be like, Ayo Sanford, but you got to go to, uh, you got to go, you got to go to freaking Australia, or you got to go to damn freaking. The Czech Republic, we got a player we're trying to check. I'd be like, ooh, I got to travel? Say less. <laughs> I can see myself as a head scout, bro. I'd be like, yo, so I just got the scouting report and the player from Duke. Nah, nah, we want you to go to Spain. I'm like, what? Spain? What the heck? <laughs> I can see myself as a, as a scout, as a talent scout. I like the head of like the scouting department. So that, that, was, that was something fun. I'd love to do that. Evan, are you there? I would just like to say I live in Spain, but the S is silent. <laughs> oh man, man, I'm I'm looking forward to the summer, man. This summer's gonna be lit. Oh man, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Oh man, we're gonna be outside, man. And we're gonna we're gonna be having fun. Y'all, y'all about to be seeing a lot of lit stuff from us, man. I got I got a lot of ideas that I'm about to implement this summer. This summer's about to be running the streets. <laughs> <laughs> About to be a terror out in these streets, man. It's not even gonna be funny. We already are 1k streams, so we aiming for 2k. <laughs> we just hold up. What Ronnie say? Ronnie says city boys up, right? Yeah, no, that no, that was sly. That was sly that said that. Oh, that was sly. City, city boys, boys city boys, city boys take a W to summer. Yes, yes, sir. But yeah, Evan, I was saying, what how how would you imagine yourself say, like if you like the front office of a sports team? Like like the GM, the coach, the talent like, scout. I feel like I would be the GM that's aware of what the fans are saying, but I just do not give a fuck. And I'm and I remind you of that like at every opportunity. Bruh, I would just I would just also like to say I would love to be a <laughs> I, I would I'll, I'll be the one to be like, oh what y'all say? Y'all say don't draft the don't draft the cornerback. But but hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, I'm I'm trying to make sure we're on the same page. Like we we did or did not want this guy, and everybody on my everybody on my mentor saying no, that's a terrible move. I'm like, whoops, my bad. 
<laughs> this is you. Do not get Leonard Fournette. I don't want Leonard Fournette. Oh, you said you want Leonard Fournette? Oh, you oh. said you wanted Leonard Fournette? Deal. <laughs> nah, nah, the next thing you see on Twitter is just a video of me just like slowly putting my phone down. <laughs> just like, oh. Um, So yeah, Domino's. Yeah, I would like a um, extra extra cheese. Right, right, right. And, and y'all said thirty minutes. I would be the, I would be the player. Um, that every off season, I just post random eye emojis like something's about to happen. <laughs> Just like, especially like when you, when your contract is up, like dog, we we would be the biggest assholes, dog. <laughs> like dog, every day, like if I was a if I was a player, where it's like I'm coming into free agency or like my name is in trade talks, bro. Every day, I'm asking about like what's good with a different city. <laughs> ever gonna be trolling, bro? But hey, bro, hey, what's what's the scout in Toronto, bro? I'm trying to find out what they're doing over nah, there. Nah, but it's it's like, hey, dog, y- y'all know who got good beaches? Miami. <laughs> <laughs> bro, if I was a player, bro, and I'm into free like, agents, I would be like, trolling hey, like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> now, and the next, like, the next day, you see me in a Cowboys jersey. Saying, <laughs> saying, hey, 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 anybody know any barbers in Dallas? In a, in a Dallas Fort Worth area? The day no, I see and, boys jersey, I will ask if you're okay. Nah, nah, dog. I need, I need even taking a step further. Like every star player, I'm liking yeah, all of their tweets. Like I'm retweeting, I'm retweeting all they shit with the with the praying hands emoji. Talking about some day sleep. <laughs> Talking about day sleep. <laughs> I'm in everybody's comment section on IG. But that would be too funny. No, no, no. I'd be the one at least at least once in my career to do all that shit and then return to the team I'm already with. <laughs> J- just cause chaos for the sake of chaos. But, but you would you would have high headlines just popping up everywhere, and then then, then we can find out. Oh, you just were signed. And everyone's gonna be so mad, bro. I'm like, bro, why did you play all these mental gymnastics? I did it for entertainment. Y'all, y'all, y'all made it funny. Because the shit was funny. The shit was funny. Y'all made it funny. Because it was funny. Like that. Like, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> now, nah, but and it's and it's like two hours later, I make it known I was like, me and New York never talked to each other. <laughs> But you can have players in the next be like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> be like, bro, what are you talking about coming to New York? Who are you? <laughs> bro, that joke would be pure chaos. I would love it. I would love it. Every second of it. I'd be like, yo, that not you made the summer entertaining, bro. I can't even get mad at you, bro. You had me thinking you was going to half the teams in the league, bro. <laughs> And then, and then I hop on somebody's podcast saying, I actually almost did go to L.A. I almost <laughs> actually did go to L.A. But, th- but then I said, oh, you know what? <laughs> but then I said, you know what? Nah. Oh, my God. He's going to start going to every outlet. Be like, bro, you know, I, I almost ended up in New York, bro. You know, it just 
I just didn't like fucking James Dolan. I didn't like his face. <laughs> I'm like, well, I was going to. Yeah, go ahead, Darren. Kristen Yelich is there. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just go to Charlotte. He said Charlotte. It's like, see, I was gonna go to. I was gonna go to Charlotte, but I. I thought like that's that's Melo's team. He already good on that. I, I don't need to be stealing his. Yeah, spotlight. I'm not about to be stealing his thunder, man. He he doing this thing. I'm, I'm gonna let him be. I was you know, about to go to the thunder too, but then I was like, do I really want to live in Oklahoma though? <laughs> Fucking Oklahoma. He said, bruh. Yeah, the oh. Thunder, they have all the promise to be a good team with me on it. I just chose not to go there because I don't want to live there. <laughs> I was I was I was gonna go to Baltimore, but I heard y'all McDonald's musty, so I don't want to go. I was gonna go to uh, Chicago, but I heard y'all niggas traded up for Michigan. I heard y'all crackheads, angrily crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> he said y'all is just perpetrators. <laughs> See, I thought Otto was still there. That's why I go. I heard that. I heard that. Down in, <laughs> I heard that down in San Antonio, y'all drink four locos for breakfast. But can you imagine I, someone I actually gonna, said that? I was gonna go to Minnesota, but you know what? Let me not even cap on that. Yeah, it's too cold up there, bro. I can't. Let do me that. not even cap on that. It's too cold for that, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't know how to do it. Up there. I can only go to that Prince Museum so many times before I get bored. <laughs> bro, I was dead when Carnegie Town said they have they had no Dunkin' Donuts up in Minnesota, bro. Oh, oh that's God. a no go. That's a no go. <laughs> that's a dead mission. Oh my goodness, bro. Jesus, but like, yeah, but if I was a player, but I would just have fun with it, bro. Like, I wouldn't take it seriously. I literally be like, all right, y'all keep asking me questions. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna keep giving y'all some good content. But listen, you know, I I, I would go to Seattle, but they don't have a team, bro. <laughs> I'd be, no, be, like, be the one to start a pot on interviews, knowing damn well I'm not really talking about nothing. Literally, bro. Just start saying some shit. Be like, you know, LA sounds beautiful, but both I'm the teams are stacked. No, 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 I'm uh, I'm in that post-game interview after we lose. Like th- this is absolutely ridiculous. I, I've had I've had enough of what's going on here. And something needs to be done. Whole team, I'm just mad because Wendy's got my order wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is no, no, no. This is this is this is uh, what you do. You uh move your side piece and her son down to Miami, <laughs> and then the headlines say Darian Jones moves his family to Miami. No, nah, I'm going to Cleveland. Fuck you, me. <laughs> Bro, that would be tragic. Oh my goodness, bro. No, now you got to start saying, "Hey, oh uh, yeah, Sanford is looking at houses in Phoenix." Nigga, I'm not going to Phoenix. Nigga, I'm going to LA. Fuck you, be. <laughs> be bad as shit, but if you sick, you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> bro, they wouldn't know what to do. It would be just cause so much. Just take a picture of a Hollywood sign and go, "Phoenix, Arizona." <laughs> Evan, no, no. Evan bought a strip club in Portland. He's obviously going to play for the Trailblazers. Nigga, what? Nigga, he going to fucking... Where's he going? He going to Houston. <laughs> he just buying properties, bro. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just in Houston going, whoa, good for him. <laughs> good, good for him. 
don't, I don't know what the fuck they got to do with me, but good for him. Bro, that would be the fun. Like, bro, I would literally not be caring. I'd be like, bro, yeah, I'm about to go to, you know, I'm going to Washington, you know, just buy some capital out there. Oh, they think I'm coming with us. Nigga, I am not going to no damn D.C., nigga. Nigga, I'm going to Brooklyn. Nah. Fuck you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. Now, this this the one. It's like, we caught Evan skiing out in Utah. He must be going to the Jazz. Nigga, I play for the Hawks now. <laughs> he said, bro, I went to Utah for a summer just to go jet skiing. <laughs> And mountain climbing. That's all I went there for. It was a fun like, time. Like I, I was learning how to snowboard, dog. I, I'm I'm moving to Atlanta tomorrow. Mark smokes smokes weed. He obviously wants to wants to play for the Nuggets. Man, that man a, is not leaving Philly. That, that man, man is not that man, leaving that man Philly. Stay in Philly, bro. bro. This man in Philly is about wait. What what are you talking about, bro? Speaking <laughs> of speaking the devil. Speak, but why? I swear. Why does it every yes, time sir. you speak about somebody? They just pop up and say, hello. <laughs> spirit. <laughs> I hear everything, you know. Hey, we got to go back to the draft tomorrow. This troll has to get fucking just the fucking. Y'all knows with that secret organization. I got horses everywhere, bro. We got to go back to the draft for a minute because, Mark, y'all, you know y'all dead wrong for trading up to take Devontae Smith for the Giants. Hell you yeah, know y'all dead wrong for that. the Giants, honestly. You're and honestly, you know what? No, honestly, you know what? The no, no, wait, no, wait. Honestly, you know what happened? The Cowboys low key set themselves up because you know what they did. Why would the hell the Cowboys help out the Eagles? I don't like they low key helped the Eagles with that, like trading up with the 12, like uh, 12 to 10, though. But at the same time, I guess they did need a linebacker, a defensive back, but a cornerback. Yeah, basically, they knew the Giants wouldn't go, but honestly, no, Denver, no, but honestly, Denver, bro, they some trolls. Cowboys should be pissed at Denver at the for the most part because they really stole. I, I feel like no, I feel like Denver drafting Michael Parsons is part of a bigger move that they' about to do. Like, bro, I mean, bro, we are, it's like nobody saw Denver like getting like a cornerback, like taking you know right before Dallas. Like nobody saw Denver trolling the Cowboys like that. Like honestly, because like, like, we Denver did not like, need a cornerback. We like we Denver did not need a cornerback. They we hear Aaron Rodgers well. is unhappy in Green Bay. We hear. Bro. Like we hear him talking to people on the inside saying he might not be back next season. And then Denver uh, has the opportunity to take Justin Fields or Mike Jones, I mean or Matt Jones and, and they pass up on both and instead take a cornerback instead, knowing they have a whole bench bunch of quarterbacks. We have to connect the dots here, people. There is something big going yeah. on in Denver. And in front offices. These front offices, the they up to something. They they up to something for sure. Yeah, like, they cooking. They cooking. Yeah, you already know. Again. They are cooking. Hold on, I'm gonna mute real the quick. Cowboys go into Denver and beat the Broncos so bad that it makes Shannon Sharp cry. And now I hope we, I hope Oakland comes into our house. I mean, Las Vegas comes into our house and we beat them so bad that it makes my father cry. Okay, because not only did the Broncos take our cornerback, the damn Raiders took our damn safety. I don't know what we did to piss off the AFC West. I don't know what we did, but whatever we did, we don't deserve it. Also, Mark, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's all I have to say is thanks, bro. <laughs> I don't think I understand how, like, how geeked I still am from getting Devontae Smith. We finally have that it factor. It's like, I just feel so relieved, like, from, like, this terrible season – knowing that Howie Roseman can still make a stupid pick, but he finally just, like, pretty much this pick, like, made up for the 2020 season, honestly, because that was some dark times for us. It really was. 
So I'm just happy we finally, you know, made the right choice, got a receiver. I didn't even know it was going to be Devontae Smith. I thought we were probably going to get maybe like Jalen Waddle or like maybe Jamar Chase. But, hey, we still got the Heisman winner. So, hey, it's good with me. I could have swore Miami was going to get Devontae Smith, but they, they picked Waddle instead. I guess I guess Waddle just got to get speed because it's like he, he's he's short. I mean, I, f- I feel like he could work with Tua, though. He could definitely work with Tua. Uh, yeah, just throw him in the slot. That's what they all do with the most small receivers. Throw him in the slot. It'll be all right. Put some weight on him. I mean, the safeties and linebackers can't really hit you now, so. Yeah, so that do make sense. Plus, you know, um, plus, like, either like either way, Tua was going to get a familiar face, and I think that may help him a bit. Because I think, like, Tua, Tua just needs to just let loose. That's literally all he needs to do. It's not that he plays bad. He's just too cautious with, you know, with the, with the ball. You know, of course, you don't want to make mistakes, but you also need to take risks at the same time. Yeah, and I, I feel like the whole kill with Tua, and I've, I've been saying this the whole offseason, is he's in a scenario where people are trying to, to say, like, he needs to be better. I mean, and – Improvement is welcome, but they try to phrase it as if Miami underperformed last year. Like, this is a team that improved five games in 2019. The only team that improved a similar amount was Cleveland. So, like, it's it's not a case of, like, it's not, like, dire, dire, but, like, he, he got he to gotta show something still. And I didn't get to say this earlier, so I'll, say, so I'll say it now. Of the five quarterbacks that got drafted, I feel like the expect. I feel like the bar is the highest for um, Trey Lance because you look at the five teams that took a quarterback first round. It's Jaguars, Jets, Niners, Patriots, and the Bears. the The Niners are the team that's best equipped to win right now because they didn't perform well last season. But that's because they were the most banged up team in the league. Their season was straight up over on week. Their season straight up ended week two. So, like, they're getting a whole bunch of pieces back. So, San Francisco might actually win the NFC West, if we've been, if we've been honest. It all de- like, it really all depends on how Trey Lance does. And that's why it's going to be sad when he throws one incomplete pass or the Niners lose one game in September, fucking September, and people start calling this man a bust. Like, no, I'm not going for that. I also want to say um, just real quick, the Giants are stockpiling picks. They just traded – they just swapped picks with, with, with Washington to take a linebacker. So, I mean, there's that. I mean, it's literally just like one spot back. I don't, I don't get it, but – Yeah, so we on, we on the clock now, and the Giants mm-hmm. just took – just took that dude from Georgia. Apparently, like, there's a linebacker from Notre Dame that that our fan base was very high on. And apparently, he's still on the board, and we just put the pick in. Sometimes I forget how quick the second round goes, dog. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. But I mean, but y'all drafted the linebacker first round. Why would y'all get another one? I have no idea. That was not me saying that. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, that was not me saying that. I, I missed a little bit of the draft. Who's still who's still up? Let me see. Let me see who's still on the board. Um yeah, because we still need a tackle. We could use another receiver. Okay, so the best dude that we might pick is like an offensive tackle for North Dakota State. I just saw this said that they got that y'all need a quarterback. Are y'all gonna I wait mean, get one? I mean, yeah, but that that's probably not where we're going here. It's about to be announced right now. Does this have the Tims on? I've got some damn Tims on. Okay, okay. Represent that damn football team. Okay. Okay. He's an offensive tackle. Cool. 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 Build up that old line. Build up that old line. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, no matter how, like, no matter how the game changes, the way you win is always the same. You win in the trenches. Build your O line. Build your D line, and that's how you win football games. Yeah, that's how the Dallas. That's how. That's how Dallas got. Um... Look at that black man hugging all them white women. Was that a white dude? Wait, white. it was a black because I just changed over to the Wizards game. Was that a black dude or a white dude hugging white people? Oh no, no, he's no, he's no, he's no, he's white. I I'm was never, just I'm about never, to say, <laughs> if, if this ain't some get out type shit, bro, I was never gonna get over. Oh, with, uh, me and Darren were watching. Get out the, draft, the sequel. Bro. We were watching the NBA draft, bro, and this man, NBA, this man, Darren kept clowning Tyrese Halliburton. It was killing me, bro. <laughs> yeah, skinny ass white girl. Bro, that's his woman, bro. Let him be, bro. <laughs> but but that joke was just killing me, bro. And then when you were your dad was for you, was like, yeah, the one with the white woman. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, Yo. That might be the first thing that pop in my mind when I see Tyrese Halliburton now. Mm-mm. That one was too funny. Oh, and that's who y'all playing tonight. That's who y'all playing tonight. Too, yeah, man. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He playing. They playing the Kings, man. I think that game's at nine o'clock. Let me check that joint. Yeah, that, that, that's that same. Yeah, I'm actually about to check that joint. That's only why I just thought of um Ernie Johnson. Like y- y'all know that clip from last year, right? Ernie Johnson saying that bitch ass white boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, bro. That that will never not be funny, dog. Like it don't matter what context is in, that will never not be funny. Three black people in the back of the room. <laughs> like three black dudes in the back of the room. <laughs> you must kill. You must kill. <laughs> Who is this? Why is why is Macho Man Randy Savage on the stage, man? What is going on? 
Hold on, let me switch back. Macho Man Randy Savage. You said Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Bro, him and them Slim Jim commercials where he's kill me. <laughs> oh, not Slim Jims, bro. Oh, man. Bro, I was funny thinking about Slim Jims, bro. But I was living on Instagram. And the dude was like, bro, let me get you hip to how the DMV niggas be eating food, bro. But they had like, they got the big mama, the little big fat ass hot dog. They had the oh. Slim Jims. They had the hot fries. <laughs> Oh, and they had the oatmeal cream cookies, bro. But I was like, bro, this is so fact, bro. Bro, that and gummy worms. Gummy worms, bro. Worms. Gummy worms too, bro. And them freaking, them fucking spicy fucking Cheetos, them hot Cheetos, bro. Jesus, bro. Bro, I remember my man's was eating hot fries before uh, playing basketball. My dad wanted to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> like, nigga, why? <laughs> No, 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 no. Your dad ain't have to do nothing. Like his stomach's gonna slap the shit out of him. Yeah. He was his, yeah. his own stomach gonna smack the shit out of him. Literally, he was like, "Why the hell are you eating hot fries and drinking Coca Cola? You about to play over, and you and we and we about to sit here and ball?" He's like, "But I'm." He was like, "I mean, I can do it." He said, "Man, you kids these days, this, this man's intestines gonna be doing the cha cha slide." But that nigga, that nigga hey, stomach gonna be doing this nigga stomach gonna do fucking somersaults and shit, bro. <laughs> hey, he must be. Uh, no, no, no. no. This man about to go up or lay up, and his and his stomach about to do them TikTok dances. Oh, no. she don't want to. She a track star. <laughs> She's a runner. She's a track star. Oh yeah, she's a runner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! But that is the dumbest thing, though. How are you gonna eat hot fries and hot fries with a Coca Cola before a basketball game, bro? You're just asking to lose. <laughs> Bro, you might, well, you might as well just add a jelly donut to that, bro. You might as well say, fuck it, bro. <laughs> 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 what? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, bro. I'm not going to hold you. I want to smack the shot in, bro. Like, bro, you can't be doing Man, that. Like, now, you, you heard of, like, like 2015-10, them type of games? Yeah. This man, this man about to drop a zero 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 and be done in two minutes. Bad for real, for real, bro. You want to you want to sub him out after the first shot. After but the that, first nigga, that nigga, stomach contortion is gonna be real, bro. That shit's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> bro, why does uh Roger Goodell look like he was Clark Kent in a in a, a past life? Oh no, man, it looks like he could real life be Superman. But he looks like, he look like he's like, turning into the evil Superman, dog. No bullshit. But that should be a thing. That should be a thing, but why is not that a thing? But we need to make oh, that evil Superman would be a I dog. feel like it is. I would love to see that. He'll be powerful. I, I, feel, like, I feel like it is. Like, the nigga chin. <laughs> the nigga chin. <laughs> I know. The black crimson chin. I'm dead. <laughs> but the six of the nigga Bro, the most the unsexy, bro. You must well say the like, bronze after that, bro. The nigga chin. My goodness, Jesus, bro. <laughs> the Browns just got the best linebacker. The draft. They did low key. Dude from Notre Dame. The Browns deep. 
<clears throat> their defense about to be OC. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, you, you said the Browns got the dude from um from Notre Dame? Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. The defense about to be OC. Well, good game, AFC North. GG's. Burr, Joe Burrow. Speaking of the AFC North, it's crazy how, like, the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase and not an old lineman. Like, you had Panay Swell, uh, yeah, Swell on the board. So, and, like, yeah. you're literally about to get this man, see, look, Joe Burrow. See, look, we all in agreement. We are all like, in agreement on this. For, like, yeah. they literally, like, fumbled the bag by not getting, like, what's it called? Like, Swell. Like, I really don't get it. Like, why? Like, like, you know, Joe Burrow needs protection. Like, they... Granted, yet in there, like another like receiver, but like you could have went receiver, you know, in the second round. Like, you could have went well, like, receiver, you know, second round, exactly. Pick. They had like two first round picks because they were like some shit. So they really set themselves up for failure on that one. And then the, with the second, uh, I think they had like the um, like some teams, some picking the teams or whatever, they even get like a um, old lineman, they got like a, a defensive player. So I'm just like, what are y'all doing? It's like they're management. I don't know. They may have a plan with the offensive lineman. I don't know, but yeah, get that man, Joe Bro, some protection because you see how last season ended, bro. Yeah, I'm scared for Joe Burrow. I really am, bro. And I don't want to see Joe Burrow go out. Because it, it's like, it's like it's, we're not bad. saying like I'm not saying that Jamar Chase can't pan out. Like he's not going to pan out in Cincinnati because I don't believe that at all. I feel like he could be one of the be- like one of the greatest receivers. Of course, got. The issue is though. The issue is we're talking about a man in Joe Burrow who you claim to be the future of your franchise. He suffered be. an ACL injury in his rookie season. You have the opportunity to get this man some protection. The best protection in the draft, mind you. Bro, once in a lifetime, and you just, like and another you just, Michael Orr type player. And you just pass it up. Like, bro. Like, that's the issue. Have you seen, like, Swirl's highlights? This dude is, like, literally a brick wall, bro. It's like, if you run up against him, he was like, fall down. I was like, bro, like, literally, that's what the Eagles need. Like, on any team. What happened, like, Panay Swirl, he's like a cheat code, like, literally in football. Like, come on now. That's, like, the perfect, you know, protection for Joe Burrow. It's like, that's – they had to use common sense with that. They, they didn't need, like, a first-round receiver. Granted, they didn't need to drop a receiver, but they could have, like, you know, waited till the next pick to get, a, like, a, you know, another receiver. Like, honestly, like, come on. Uh, I, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Not for let, let, let's discuss this, bro. Can you imagine the damage an evil Superman would do to like Marvel Comics, DC Universe, bro? This shit would be ridiculous. Like, who's stopping that? I feel like somehow, some way, Batman would have a way to check him by the second time. Yeah, you got too much like, money. By, by, by the second time he pull up, Batman will probably have some type of way to check him. I think Batman will be part of the solution, bro. Because be Batman on that type himself. of shit. Yeah, he always thinks that's like Batman on that type shit. I mean, yeah, like, 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 the, the, the best way the best way I could describe Batman is he's kind of the Tim Duncan of superheroes. Like he is, he's not, he's not flashy, but he gets the job done. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think uh Batman definitely would be part of the solution. But I think he is the Batman Tim Duncan and, of it'll take Batman and Superman teaming up to beat an evil Superman. Of course. About, Oh, no, Look no, at no, the no. Batman the versus Superman when they try to fight Doomsday. The way that team of works yeah. is Batman makes a plan. Superman does all the actual fights. Yeah, literally. Pretty much like Batman. Like basically, Batman like basically it, this is how it's going to be, bro. I can already see it, bro. What the hell Batman going to do? <laughs> bro, I can already see it, bro. His car going to get flipped over. Bro, you can grab his car with one hand. Like, no, toss that, you that, in the air. That would, be, that would be the worst, though, to live, to live in, like, a comic book universe. Like, imagine you just finished paying off your car. And then, and then the damn Avengers throw that shit at fucking Thanos. 
Oh, and your car is like your best. That's like that car or whatever is like your best superpower on top of that. I mean, that's mind you, you gotta think about these superheroes are rich. No, 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 no. They're probably just gonna reimburse <laughs> you. They're just reimburse you, bro. Like, just, like, just throw like, the money. They're throwing like, no, over, ima- my bad. Imagine bro. like you working at your job downtown and then dark side throw fucking Superman through the window. <laughs> right. Like, what do you do? Like, what would you do? Like, what do you it's do? Like, you'll be speechless. It's like, how do you like react? <laughs> Like, like, you really can do. Do you, do you even bother running? Because you know that building is about to come down in like two seconds. Like, do you exactly. even bother running, or do you just accept it? <laughs> you just like, well, I'll try to run. You be like, I'll well, run, you know. guess this is how I die. I'll jump out a window. You know, I'll probably, hopefully, you know, like in the movies or somehow, like fall to a bouncy thing in midair, or I don't know, you know, how they get caught on stuff. I'll take my chance and jump out the window. <laughs> hopefully, I don't, you know, yeah, break nothing too much. You know, yeah. At most, I'll probably just have like a few broken bones. And I'll still live, you know. I can already imagine <laughs> the fight, bro. It's gonna be Superman pulling up with an earpiece, and Batman's gonna be talking what to do, bro. It's just gonna be hilarious. Um, They'll be like, so yeah, you have to avoid his move and move to the left and shift to the right at the same time. Like, that'd be Batman. Saying I, no, that. Yeah. Be like, he, he has a he has a weak point in his left rib cage. But there. But it's gonna be awesome animation when you don't have if you've ever seen the fight of anime where they try to think and fight at the same time. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. Like, but this is where Batman's gonna try and react. Batman be having all, all the master plans. Like he be having the perfect master plans that he can't do. Pretty much Batman, like pretty much like that's what I'm saying. Batman is the himself. Tim Duncan of like, superheroes. But he yeah, is, he just bro. comes up with shit. He, he is the himself. Tim Duncan like, so of superheroes. Funny. If you think about Batman, that's kind of funny. And like if you ask Batman what's his uh biggest superpower, he's like, I'm rich. And I was like, you know what? That's I'm true, bro. <laughs> that's the main hey, reason but, why Batman's so hey, powerful. but I wouldn't square he's up like a billionaire. I would not square up with Batman, though. You cannot no, box no. him, bro. You're he's not strong. Boxing. You, you, wrong. you know he's how many martial arts this like, man yeah. knows? He know all of them. Like, yeah, basically, if you put Batman like, no, in, like, a more no. grounded... This, this like, man stepped... Yeah. Like, this man stepped to Bane Big Ass and beat him one-on-one. Yeah, that shit was... What the Batman fuck I'm Captain supposed America. to do? He'll whip Captain America. Yeah, Batman is the type of nigga... I think he'll whip Captain America. Because, like, people ain't ready to hear this, but Captain America is really just Bane with an American flag. Overrated, bro. He's overrated. I've never seen... Really he's he's Bane like, with bro. an American flag, he's, bro. He's just like a dude he's on steroids. He's like a super dude with, like double steroids. Like, <laughs> he's what would happen in Bane? No, no, Mark, Mark, I got the perfect comparison for Captain America, bro. No, Captain America is, bro. But he's Goldberg, who, who? bro. He's Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg, yup, yup. Just like, like, he's like, like a young Goldberg. He's like a Goldberg in his like in his young thirties, pretty much. But he's WCW Goldberg, bro. That's exactly who Captain America is. Well, like, beat, 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 nothing. beat people. Stuff. He only has like literally one move, bro. Like literally, <laughs> just be charging at you. And like all you guys is like his big ass, his dumb ass shield. I'm like, bro. This man like, only move is that, to bro. throw his shield at you, though. Yes, bro. Like, like why the fuck you throwing like, your shield? You, you need that to defend yourself. Like, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, you throw your shield, then what? Like, it's so stupid. I'm like, bro. So like, Captain America, like if, if you put it's Batman just, in like any fighting movie, he's beating everybody because this man knows too much, bro. Like put him in like put him a, against X Men, he'll probably beat X Men. Put honestly. him in like, like like a regular like put him in like one of the fighting movies where they'd be like having boxes turn. He's beating everybody. Oh, hell nobody's yeah. going to stop him. <laughs> oh no, no, like put him in a movie where he's like in a prison, like you know, in general population, a gang trying to jump him. He's like beating that whole gang's ass, bro. If they, it's like putting that gang down. Like killing bro, everyone. If they, in that man in, if they put this man in what you call what's that movie, bro? That movie where that dude. Was trying to go against the uh the damn stock market, or whatever. What the heck is? That oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he, Wolf of Wall Street. Him. Wall Street, bro. Yeah, Wa- Wa- yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Attack on Wall Street. What was that? Movie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something yeah, like Wolf that. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. they put him in that movie. No, 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 no. 
Nah, yeah. The, the nigga that would finesse in that movie is Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Lex, Lex Luthor finessing in that. Lex yeah. Luthor this man is so everybody. Bro, I, I fucked with Lex Luthor because, like, he's like the perfect villain. That's like, yeah, it's like he has like an actual it. point behind. Like, you think about, it, like, he has a point behind what he does, but it's still messed up. But it's like, think about it. He's really, like, really um, a mortar. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this crazy evil plan, but at the same time, he has, like, a good motive behind. Like, the motive makes sense, you know? Like, Lex Luthor, he knows how to, like, just, like, really, you know, yeah, like you said, finesse everything. He can really, like, out, you know, well, of course, he has outsmarted ba- Batman, as you've seen. Yeah, he's, like, the mastermind behind, like, the evil stuff. Yeah, you see, he created Doomsday. Like, yeah, who else? I was like, just about to say that. Like, who else dog, would have been able to do that? Like, you know how smart you gotta be to outsmart Batman? Exactly. you gotta be a genius to do that. Yeah, you basically have to be a freaking yep. ridiculous genius with the brain. The that, IQ you know, of, Batman like, 5,000, bro. Like, it's just ridiculous, yep. bro. <clears throat> But yeah, like yeah, Lex would definitely be tough on him. But yeah, like an evil Superman, bro, that just would just cause too much havoc. Because think about it, I'm thinking about also the characteristics. He he would basically be imagine a diabolical Superman. Like, can you imagine a Superman that preps, bro? That's scary. That's that's I don't even want to imagine like a Superman that plans out each step he does, bro. Like, imagine take like Superman, turn him evil, and then add a little bit of Slade to him, bro. I know y'all remember Slade. Remember the dude from Teen Titans, bro? That crazy motherfucker yo, from Teen Titans, bro? Yo, Slade might be my favorite villain of all time. Right, like, can you imagine he, that, he's bro? Def- he's definitely top three. Can you imagine an evil Superman with a Slade complex, bro? Who's bro? Like, it would, like, it yo, would take the like, whole yo, Avengers I know, I, know, to be I know y'all remember that episode where, like, they thought Slade was dead, right? But then yeah. Slade just kept pulling up in Robin's dreams and fucking with him. Bro. He literally just reappeared from bro. beyond I remember the, episode. the grave, bro. Bro, who, this man, who else do? Bro. Who else do that? <laughs> who else do that? Slade the goat. Slade bro. the goat. Evil Superman with a Slade complex and mentality, bro, bro. That would be, he would be a terror, bro. Because <laughs> he would basically be outsmarting everyone. It would literally take everyone to beat him. Every single, because imagine, it's Superman. He's over, he's going to be overpowered. Like, he's going to be destroying everything and he's going to be smart. He's going to be outwitting everybody. That's going to be crazy. I'd love to see that. That should be an idea that they con- that they implement, bro. Evil Superman, let's do it. Because Superman's already a boring character. <laughs> Might as well turn him heel. Just like Roman Reigns from WWE. Just turn that man heel. See what happens. Never know. But you guys have anything else to add before we wrap it up for tonight? This 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 has been another fun uh, one. No, nah, nothing. I came kind of late. Yeah, but, you know, um, all I got to say is that, uh, you know, fly equals fly. Uh, that's like the highlight of the week, you know. You know, the NFC. I think, honestly, to me, I think the whole NFC East, like, took a W in this, uh, you know, in last night's drafts, honest, honestly. Because the Cowboys got what they needed. The Eagles definitely that got what they needed. That will never happen again. For. And we, like, we gotta, you know, Washington. We got to appreciate this moment because Washington, this will never happen defense again, is about bro. to be more of a more OC. Like, Washington is about to have, like, between the Washington and Cleveland, they probably, probably have, like, the top, like, you know, defenses in each conference because, yeah, y'all got, like, a good linebacker. So, yep, every, like, team, you know, well, I don't know about the Giants, but, like, every team in uh, between the Eagles, you know, our, like, fellow rivals, you know, took a W. And I finally got to see, you know, Eagles and Cowboys, um, you know, Cowboys fans and Washington fans come together in that draft last night. Felt pretty good, though, to see that. Because, like, you know, everyone was happy and, like, the team took a W. Apparently, you know, nothing everyone bonds come together and uplift each other. Eagles fans together, like, coming together and saying, I've seen that last like, night. Yeah, bro. And I was like, seeing, I was like, you know what? That's really enduring. And, and this is right exactly why. I was like, I thought about me and This is exactly why, Mark, this is uh, exactly why I need y'all to go against the Giants week one, dog. <laughs> 
Exactly. There would like there would be so like there would be so much anger on both sides, and it would be hilarious to just watch it like as a third party. Yeah, for real. Like honestly, that's why we really feel because like yeah, with the Eagles and uh Cowboys fans, I was like we can finally come together and like laugh at both teams. <laughs> like me and Darren gonna watch that joint. Like look at them. <laughs> look at them. For real. <laughs> it's like ah, uh-huh. we just sitting back here chilling. I just, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I just want to say, fuck the entire AFC West. <laughs> they really like, yeah. That, like, bro, I can't believe Denver. Denver really pulled the ultimate troll move of like the century. Like, honestly, like single handedly took. Like, Denver was not even thinking about like even thinking about uh Cortland Certain. All of a sudden, boom, the Denver Broncos have drafted Cortland Certain at seven. I was like, wow. They made the Cowboys like they really made Dallas like panic and like. But, you know, luckily the Cowboys had a backup plan. They got Michael Parsons, you know, probably another Khalil Mack-type player. So, hey, the shoot, Broncos, shoot, they ain't really do much, honestly. Shoot, the Cowboys basically got like a Khalil Mack 2.0, honestly, with Michael just, Parsons. I just want to say that Cortland Sutton is a receiver. He got drafted a couple years ago, and Patrick Sertain is who the, is who the Broncos decided to steal from, from, from yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, yeah, yeah, you know, I got the names mixed up. It's okay. So then y'all retaliated by by helping the Eagles steal Devontae Smith from the Giants. Honestly, that that's hilarious. I I think that is honestly the funniest moment of the draft. <laughs> it's just watching all the Giants fans on Twitter just get <laughs> <laughs> nah, it. It's, it's funny because so you you know they probably still like they probably still not over the Eagles just. Just dropping an egg like the Giants wanted Devontae Smith. The Giants wanted they not they not they not over that. So they had to they had to watch (laughs) they had to watch to say oh let's see the Eagles fuck us over now only to have them do it again. It's like Giants fans are sick because they they needed a receiver, bro, and they didn't get it. Like they thought, like let's be real, we all knew like the receivers, like the top three receivers in this year's draft was going to like fall below ten. It's like they're all going to be gone by like you know the tenth pick, so. They shouldn't really be shocked. I didn't they, think the Smith was gonna last as long as as long as he did. Yeah, same. Honestly, I'm surprised the Lions like somebody like the Lions didn't get him or something. Like I thought, like the Lions maybe Miami was about to uh, get the Yeah, but Smith. the Lions got what they needed though. Yep, they the did. Lions, they about Jared the Lions Ball. got what they needed. Lions did like, what since he should have did. Like, like the first team, <laughs> like the first team in the draft who I say could have used Devontae Smith is Miami, and they took Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle. Yeah, it could have helped and out. Then, uh, and then, and then beyond, and then beyond that, it was like um, Philly I mean, took Jaylen him, said, but like if if Dallas held that pick, Devontae Smith wasn't going to Dallas. Like the Cowboys don't know. So then he would have he would have went to the Giants. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the Eagles, we were like set on getting a wasn't quite a receiver anyway. I think the Eagles probably didn't think Devontae Smith was going to last that ten. I think the Eagles are more like contempt on maybe Jalen Waddle, but. You know, shoot, Devontae Smith was on the board during, during our pick. We take Devontae Smith, shoot. So, hey, worked out. Got the Heisman uh, winner. Be fun to see. Shoot, they was out here uh, comparing Devontae Smith to um, to uh, Jerry Rice. Shoot, and honestly, they're talking about Devontae Smith's, uh, you know, size, but if you look Ooh, at him in the draft, it's like Devontae Smith. But honestly, you know, yeah, I was just about to say that's a crazy accusation. That's kind of yeah, that's putting it like, too much. Because it's like it, it's yeah. not saying he can't get there, but 
That's a long that's way to go. Like Jerry Rice was a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's not like a pressure. Yeah. Like, just Damn. let the players be yeah, themselves. And, you know? and again, like, that's, that's, not saying Devontae, that's not saying Devontae Smith can't get there because, like, you never know. But, like, damn, that is a long, that is a big hill to climb. You know, let the man, you know, develop, let him do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let him play the game. Like, he loves, like, let him show his talent. Talent speaks for itself. So, some of the comparisons really aren't, yeah, really necessary to me. He's going to, he's going to be good, though. Like, I'm going to say Jerry Rice good, but you never know. He's going to be good in his own way, for sure. So definitely, y'all. But yeah, it's been a vibe. It's been lit. Like I said, I'm glad we reached one thousand streams. Man, what that thank y'all players. so much. Just for one out. Yeah, thank y'all for that. Thank you so Appreciate much. Anyway, it's been a, it's been it's been amazing. You guys have a good night. Yes, stay beautiful, stay blessed. We are done.